I've come up with a film idea this week, and it's sort of on the general topic that we've been talking about. It's to do with Adolf Hitler. I think it'll be called, like, Adolf Hitler Reborn. You know, it'll be a film about him being sort of... him coming back to life and then rebranding himself, you know, turning his life around and showing that he's not a horrific individual. Well, he is a horrific individual, but he's not just a horrific individual. He's also, you know, a, a barista at Starbucks, you know, and he's sort of like, yes. I want it to be sort of inspirational, like, no, you can turn your life around. You can be a horrific tyrant, a dictator, and also be great at making coffee. We've done a lot of, like, Hitler stuff, haven't we? We should move on from Hitler. Let's move on to Bin Laden. Let's move on to lighter subjects. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Two Pals on a Pod. Um, I, I say it's Two Pals on a Pod, it's actually a solo episode this week. Uh, Toby's busy with uni work and so we'll hopefully be back next week. But don't worry, you've got me here still. I've got lots of things to go off my chest. Lots of things to have a bit of a, a rant about. Uh, I mean, we were actually supposed to have a guest this week. I was trying to organise, you know, a YouTuber to come on because, you know, YouTubers. Oh, God. Pain in the ass is actually the reality of most YouTubers. Uh, to work with, that is, you know, some of them, most of them, in fact, are very nice people, surprisingly. Um, but no, there are some, some ones that are just difficult to work with, though. You know, you send them a message, oh, fancy coming on the podcast. Yeah, maybe. Or, or maybe not, as it turns out. You know, some of them are too busy sipping on cocktails, you know. Oh, oh you living in London, are you? Oh, how's Canary Wharf doing? Good, yeah. Good, yeah. How's your million pound apartment doing? Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so no, this is this sort of shows a bit beneath most, most YouTubers, understandably, you know. Um, oh, is, is 200 views a week not enough for you? Is 200 listeners not enough for you? Is that not enough? Per week? No, probably not. Probably not, to be honest. Who can blame them? Um, I'm not bitter about it, obviously. Uh, but no, we have been trying to get YouTube guests on. I, I think we probably will in the next few weeks still get a guest on. Uh, it's just a nightmare to get a hold of people and then convince them, oh yeah, it's worth your time speaking to a weird-looking ginger guy for the next hour. So that's a little bit of a difficult sell. Um, but, you know, hopefully, we'll stay hopeful. Hopefully we'll have some guests on in the coming weeks. But this week, there's... So much to talk about, aside from slagging off YouTubers, um, which, to be honest, we could probably do a podcast on that, but I think we'll save that for another time. Um, I think, you know, this week I've really worked tirelessly behind the scenes to try and get putered on the pod. Sadly, that's not happened. I promised a couple of weeks back, uh, but again, I've not delivered. I apologise about that. Um, but apparently he's a busy guy. He's busy. He's doing stuff. I don't know. Apparently he's underground Wi-Fi connection, not so good. So he's not on the pod either. Um, but like I say, we do have a lot to talk about, including sort of we're going to brush, we're not going to brush over the Ukraine situation. We're going to discuss it. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is a podcast for you to escape the things that are happening in the real world. So I'm not going to delve into it too much, not the nitty gritty. But what I will say is I was thinking this week, I reckon I could chin Putin. I reckon I could. Because if you think about it, he's like five foot five, five foot six, I don't know. Barely that, probably. Uh, he's actually quite a small guy. I reckon he just wears those sort of, like, heels that give him, like, an extra few inches. Uh, but I reckon I could chin him, to be honest with you. I reckon I could take him on. Um, I, I think, to be honest, if you got get rid of his bodyguards, and it's just me and him, he's what, in his late 60s now, he's knocking on a bit. You know, smaller guy. Probably in different weight categories, in all fairness. But I reckon I could take him. Um, I, and I was, I was also thinking, on the, on the same sort of subjects as dictators... I decided this week to have a look at some um, star signs of dictators. And uh, the first one I decided to look at was Vladimir Putin. Uh, we're obviously all into star signs here, aren't we, in the 
the, the science of them, definitely. Uh, this is Vladimir Putin, okay? He was born on October 9th, I think. It's, it's the start of October. It's around there, which makes him a Libra, okay? Oh, we all know what Libras are like. Apparently, according to the various websites, Libra traits are conflict-avoidant. Sorry, Vladimir Putin, conflict-avoidant. He just got into a little bit of a war there with Ukraine. So hardly avoidant of conflict, is he? So that doesn't quite check out. Uh, sees every side. Nope, seems to be a pretty one-sided, narrow perspective on the situation in Ukraine. Prone to fantasy. Oh, okay. We're getting somewhere now. Maybe this is starting to look a little bit more real. Can't make decisions. Oh, no. He's definitely made decisions. Some bad ones, some would argue. Hates being alone. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> probably does hate being alone. That's probably why he has many misses, many female companions. Really good aesthetics. I don't know, is Putin good on the aesthetics? I've never really... I mean, it's, he wears a nice suit every now and again. Some little clumpy heels and stuff. Um, he likes those really long tables, doesn't he? He loves a long table. I suppose he kind of loves that aesthetic, I guess. But under conflict, it says... The thought of someone shouting in your face is enough to make you burst into tears on the spot, let alone the actual reality of it. You are a charmer and a diplomat. Right, okay, this is this is a load of nonsense, isn't it? As if we didn't already think that before. You are a charmer and a diplomat. The way through tension and disagreement is tax and analysis, not screaming and yelling. Well, he's a little bit more than screaming and yelling. He sent some missiles over, okay? That's doing the screaming and yelling for him. So this is just looking like absolute nonsense. Libra turn-ons. Flirting, apparently. Vladimir Putin's a flirter. Learns something every day. Finding someone who treats this communication style with the attentiveness, cleverness and humour it deserves makes your spine tingle. Can you imagine Vladimir Putin's spine tingling? I cannot. I can't imagine that at all. What? I can't imagine him sp his spine tingling for anything. Aside from, you know, blowing people up, possibly. Verbal romantic jousting is where it's at. This is uh, quite clearly an article from Cosmopolitan, as you can probably tell by the language. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this, for me, is sort of proving my point that star signs are a load of rubbish. They adore beautiful things and culture. Mm, yeah, I think he's trying to blow up the culture, to be honest. So, no, not buying into that. What are Libras into? Okay, this is getting ridiculous. Shopping. Putin's into shopping. He's a shockaholic, is that Putin? He's always online shopping. Bloody Amazon. Oh, God. Next day delivery. Yes, please. Buying... <laughs> this is getting even more ridiculous. Buying new stationery slash shoes slash skincare slash underwear. How many slashes are there in this? Slash candles slash flavoured coffee, etc. Yeah, don't go on and on. That'd be too much, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's like instant access to happiness for a, for a Libra. <laughs> Oh, God, Vladimir Putin loves his stationery, doesn't he? And his skincare routine. To be fair, cracking skin on him. I reckon he's had a, a bit of a, a plump up. I think he's had some Botox. And I was saying this on one of the Patreon videos I was doing the other day. I reckon he's had a bit of Botox because he is looking a bit puffy around the cheeks. He's sort of plumped out a little bit. Not having a go. Not having a go. You you do you, Vlad, is what I'd say to him. Uh, apparently he's into his underwear, his candles and flavoured coffee. Can you imagine? I, can't even, I don't even want to imagine him in his underwear. That's... Uh. He's into his shoes, though. I think that's probably true. Loves a bit of stationery. Yeah, oh, loves a protractor. Oh, he loves a protractor. A ruler. Loves all... He is, in many ways, he is a ruler. 
Yeah, you see what I've done there? That's wordplay. You can have that one. Uh, yeah, he's really into shopping, though, apparently. They have impeccable taste. Let's not, you know, let's not big him up. Interesting. We've learned a lot there about Vladimir Putin. Loves shopping. Bit of a shopaholic. I'm getting the sort of general vibe that Vladimir Putin and the whole sort of star signs thing is perhaps where it, it doesn't quite work. I'm thinking there's maybe a, a hole in the idea of star signs there. Uh, Libras are also into overthinking, apparently. They could make it into, a, into the Olympic team for overthinkers. I don't think that Olympic team would be allowed at the moment, to be honest with you, the way things are going with the sanctions. Good luck with that one. Um, best careers. <laughs> Socialite. Muse. Mediator. And Instagram model. Oh, yeah, I can imagine Vladimir Putin as an Instagram model. Brilliant. Oh, God, this is awful. I mean, it's almost as if star signs are a load of nonsense, isn't it? Famous Libras. Uh, Kim Kardashian. Okay, that's probably where the Instagram models come from. Uh, so, Kim Kardashian's a Libra. Donald Glover. Gwyneth Paltrow. She loves her candles. She bloody loves the candles. Neil deGrasse Tyson. These are all very similar people. Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Throw them all in the same category. So, if you're not, you know, if you're not quite seeing my point at the moment, which is Star Signs a load of rubbish, then you never will. Uh, but let's, you know, continue with my thought process that I've been having this week. Um... Adolf Hitler. Yes, we're going there. We are going to Adolf Hitler now. Let's have a look at his star sign. I'm trying to prove a point here, people, okay? If you believe in star signs, completely fine, completely up to you, whatever. In the same way that Toby believes in magic crystals and all that nonsense, I don't believe in it because I believe in science facts, not this nonsense, okay? Let's let's continue to prove my point. April 20th is when Adolf Hitler was born. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, this says, with love set as their main purpose in life, those born in April 20th have a way of finding it in the strangest of places and most damaged of people. Well, maybe he was the damaged one. If, you know, I'm not pointing fingers at him. Or maybe I am. Maybe I am having a go at him, actually. But I wouldn't say Adolf Hitler's main purpose in life was love, to be honest. I wouldn't, wouldn't say that. Sort of like more the eradication of an entire ethnicity um that's i think what was his main purpose in life was not a great purpose would not recommend when a person is born on the 20th of april they excel in all things that help cleanse one's soul and aura from hurt and pain of any kind i mean he did excel in war in many ways or, or did he because he lost ultimately and then tragically took his own life and his family's in a bunker Oh, what a cowardly way to go out. It's a shame, really, isn't it? I mean, he even killed the dog or something, didn't he? I mean, leave the dog alive. Did he kill the dog? Have I made that up? Hitler's dog. Let's Google it. We've got loads of time. I mean, we've got an hour to fill. This is, this is a solo episode. I can Google things whilst doing the show. Hitler's dog dead? Question mark? Be quite literal with, with Google. According to Hitler's secretary, this affection was not shared by Eva, Hitler's companion, who preferred her two Scottish terrier dogs. Okay, apparently he had a dog called bon uh, Blondie, which his wife didn't like. Um, Hitler commits suicide by swallowing a cyanide capsule and shooting himself in the head. So wait, he swallowed cyanide and shot himself? Wow, he was ma really making sure, wasn't he? If the cyanide doesn't kill me, the gunshot will. Okay, it's, you know, one of them will, for sure. Why did, Hitler, uh, why did Hitler kill his own dog? Uh, Hitler planned on putting Blondie down regardless. The cyanide capsule was just a means to do so. Okay, so 
That's sort of harsh, really, isn't it? It's harsh, because he loved animals, did Hitler. You know, for all of his faults, and there were many, there were a lot of them, he did love animals. He was like a vegetarian or something at one point. I'm pretty sure. Was he a vegetarian? I feel like he probably was. Was Hitler a vegetarian? Uh, contrary to popular belief, Hitler was not a veget. Well, not a vegetarian, apparently. Uh, maybe he was a vegan then. Who knows? Maybe he was one of those people who claimed they were a vegetarian. Oh, I'm a vegetarian this week. Oh, that's that's going to do the world a lot of good, isn't it? Being vegetarian for a week. Ooh, you cured all the world's problems like that, haven't you, Sandra? Maybe he was one of them that just claimed to be a vegetarian and then they end up ordering a burger to the house at two in the morning or something. A lot of those people around... Uh, but yeah, let's back. Let's go back onto the star signs. Um, April twentieth birthday gift. It is wise to keep in mind when considering sarcastic presents and those that might make them anxious about the future. They need something to hold on to that will allow them to change, something to touch, shape, and manifest. He was big on manifesting, wasn't he? He manifested a lot of things. Uh, the, you know, the invasion of a few nations. While Play-Doh may be the safest bet, imagine buying Adolf Hitler Play-Doh for his birthday. <laughs> oh, God. It is even better to get them something that will make them work on their inner issues and shape their heart. We definitely need him to work on his inner issues. Maybe get him a journal or something like that. Start journaling, Adolf, okay? Um, but yeah, I don't think you should ever buy Adolf Hitler Play-Doh. What sort of reaction would you get from him? Oh, God. Adolf Hitler and Play-Doh. <laughs> That's just such like a weird thought. I can't imagine playing with Play-Doh. I, I kind of, I'd like to see that, you know. I really would. They are beautiful on the inside. Uh, new. Willing to change. Nah. Let go and become an entirely different person. He could have reshaped himself. There's some theories saying that he went to Argentina. Perhaps he did. Perhaps he did go to Argentina in the end on a little submarine with some other Nazis. You know, perhaps he's evolved himself. Maybe... He shaved off the tash. Maybe he cut his hair or grew it out. Maybe he's gone for the sort of beach bum kind of vibe. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I just don't really see him as that sort of person who you know recreates their identity every few months. I just don't see that. Negative traits for someone born on April 20th. Depressed. Yeah, you could say. You could say. Unforgiving. Yeah, yeah, you could say it's unforgiving. Dark. Yeah, just a bit dark. Yeah. They could hold on to the idea that being static will bring them peace and tie everyone around them up in their black world. Ooh. They get manipulative, yeah. emotionally empty, yeah, and sometimes indifferent towards life itself. He was definitely indifferent towards other people's lives. That's, uh, or maybe maybe he wasn't. I suppose he did have an opinion on other people's lives. Uh, it's sad, really, isn't it? Sad. We won't dwell on it. We won't dwell on it too much. Let's have a look what Aries get up to. I can't imagine they were shopaholics, but you never know. Courageous, competitive, honest, driven, generous. They're into volunteering, apparently. <laughs> this is ridiculous now. Aries are also into home improvement, apparently. Adolf loved a bit of home improvement. Uh, for such an outgoing social sign, they do take a great deal of pride in their homes. Yep, so he uh, loves a bit of DIY, you know, loves a bit of home improvement, volunteering, etc, etc. That's Adolf put to bed there. So we've done Putin, Adolf. Finally, who are we going to have? Kim Jong-un. He is the 20... He's my favourite 21st century dictator, I've got to say. He's up there with my favourite tyrants ever, to be honest with you. 
Uh, as I, again, as I was saying on the Patreon, he's very, very modern. You know, body positive. I love, I love the fact that he just owns it. He doesn't care what the haters are saying. He does his own thing. You know, he's living his best life, albeit at the expense of the rest of the population. But he's still living his best life. Okay. Uh, masculine and a bit dangerous. Oh, he is a bit dangerous, isn't he? He was like, oh, yeah. Uh, January 8th is the date filled with initiative and powerful energies. He is powerful, to be fair. He's a powerful guy in that country. Uh, full of powerful energies that need to be pointed in the right direction. I don't think he's managed that, unfortunately. Capricorns. They're ambitious, persistent, realistic, sensitive. He is a little bit sensitive. Maybe that's what led him to slim down. Maybe the hate comments got to him. Maybe he started going, do you know what? I am going to listen to what people on Twitter are saying. The trolls on Twitter having a go at my body weight. You know, having a go at me being body positive. Having a go at me embracing the fuller figure. Maybe he got a bit sensitive and that's why he slimmed down. Or it's because of a dreadful famine going throughout North Korea one of the two, who knows? Um, apparently they're quite practical, disciplined, brackets, uptight, perhaps. I think he's a bit uptight. He doesn't sound, he doesn't seem to me like someone that would let loose on a dance floor, for example. What are Cap Capricorns into? Money, puzzles and games. He bloody loves Cluedo. DIY and gardening. Why are all of these into DIY? It's a common theme. It's almost as if this is just an absolute load of nonsense. Uh, into gardening, though. I can't imagine him doing a bit of pottering around the garden can you i cannot imagine that uh reading is into instant gratification <laughs> he's obsessed with the instagram likes as our kim oh he loves them uh, <laughs> oh god he loves instant gratification honestly when his phone flashes he gets that notification it, it sends shivers down his spine as well um so yeah lots of interesting traits there uh, anything else that Capricorns are into? I love the way that these Cosmopolitan articles uh, set all this out, by the way. It's just a load of nonsense. Absolute load of nonsense. Turn-offs for Capricorns. Flakiness, not a fan. And banter. Apparently Kim Jong-un, not into banter. Tread carefully with your Capricorn date when it comes to teasing and jokes. Especially if the jokes are at their expense. Yeah, he doesn't like that. Does not like that. That's probably led to a few beheadings in his time, I'd imagine. Even the lightest of personal observations or quips will burn them down to their very core. Fragile is what I'm getting. Fragile. All Capricorns are super sensitive, if not a little paranoid, about their appearance, <laughs> reputation, humour or social status. They will nurse and dwell on any critic for years. I think this is actually sounding perhaps like the, the most accurate of all aside from the DIY and gardening. Look, I'm trying to make a point here, okay? Making a point about star signs. They are, they are a load of nonsense, all right? In case that wasn't blatantly clear from those various different dictators' star signs that we've just been through, they're a load of nonsense. I don't get why people, uh, like, you know, believe them and think that they're real and all that kind of stuff. I never will. I never will understand it, okay? But I'm just sharing with you my opinion as to why I think it's an absolute load of nonsense. Get in touch, leave me a comment, or message me or whatever, with why you think that star signs are real. Why do you think that is a thing? Why do you believe in them? Let me know, because I'm genuinely curious. But that's why I don't, because they're just, I mean, quite clearly doesn't fit for any of those people. Nor me, I imagine. I'm not even, I don't even know what my own star sign is. 23rd of April, probably, not as a Taurus, apparently. Has a brilliant and original mind. Oh, now I'm starting to be won over by this. They are joyous, impressive individuals. 
Thank you. You have a gift of making other people happy. Now I'm starting to buy into this. This might actually be not be a load of nonsense after all. I enjoy fasting. No, definitely don't. I love to eat. So again, you know, it falls down on a few of those points there. But, you know, the general idea is I'm amazing, according to this website. So, you know, I think there's perhaps a little bit of truth in some of them. Maybe, maybe my opinion's changed on that. Anyway, back on to what I was going to talk about this week, which was... I have a film idea, okay, I came up with this, I think it was in the shower, I've come up with a film idea this week, and it's sort of on the general topic that we've been talking about, it's to do with Adolf Hitler. I would love to do a film about Adolf Hitler. I'm thinking, I think it'll be called like, Adolf Hitler, Reborn, or something like that, and the general idea of this, and like I say, I've not fully formed this, so bear with me, I'll come up with the sort of, the basis of it in the shower. But the idea of this is Adolf Hitler gets reborn, okay? As the, as the title suggests, he comes back to life and now he must integrate back into the real world. So he's come back to life at the age he was whenever he died. Let's say 50. I don't know how old he was. Comes back to life and now he must integrate himself into the real world again. And it's like, it's almost a little bit like, you know, an elf. Elf goes to uh, New York and he tries to sort of blend in with like the real world, but to begin with he stands out like a sore thumb, like jumping around all over the place, eating chewing gum and all that, off the handrails. It'll be a little bit like that, it'll be like Adolf Hitler goes to New York, and he's now got to reinvent himself, and you know, he shaves his tash off, he, you know, sorts out his geeky little nerdy sort of side parting thing, whatever he's got going on, and we just sort of give him like a Gok Wan style makeover, do you know what I mean? We really sort of bring him up to the 21st century, we get rid of the little armbands, you know, we get rid of the ridiculous little saluting thing, which is a bit pathetic, really, isn't it? How ridiculous does that salute look? Honestly, just ridiculous. Get rid of that. Get rid of the geeky little haircut thing. And it'd be like, it'd be like an 18-rated elf, is what I'm thinking. And it's Adolf Hitler coming back to life, and he's got to try and integrate himself back into reality, back into the real world. Maybe gets a job at, like, a bar or something, a pub. Don't put him in charge of people. They would don't put don't put him as a manager, just in case, because you never know. He might still have those sort of lingering hatred towards people. He might end up utilizing, you know, that power in a in a in a bad way, in a way that you know hurts other people. He wouldn't want that. This would be very much, I think, like we've got to try and build his brand back. To, do you know what I mean? We've got to try and get his brand back to where it was when he was first born. So he maybe change his name. Adolf, very harsh, harsh sounding name. Um, you know, you don't really see many Adolfs nowadays, do you? And probably for good reason, you know, he's killed the name dead, hasn't he? I'd probably call him like Adrian, Adrian Hitler. Is what I, oh, I'm probably going to get rid of the Hitler as well. Because Hitler's not going to go down well. Ah, Mr. Hitler, your dentist appointment. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's not going to go down well in the way to room, is it? And maybe, maybe just go by Adrian. You know, some people like Beyonce, you know, she's got one name. Maybe just call him Adrian then people probably won't know. But you'd have to, like I say, you'd have to have a proper Gok Wan sort of makeover. Maybe give him some Botox, reshape the face a little bit. Um, you know, I, I just think we could really change the fashion up, perhaps. You know, the fashion was very formal. Let's strip it down a little bit. More sort of smart casual, I'm thinking. Maybe jeans, maybe joggers, maybe some like smart black joggers type thing. Uh, and I just really sort of loosened up the clothing because it's quite tight-fitting. It was uh, a little bit much, do you know what I mean? I know, he, I know he liked to sort of hug his curves a little bit, and, you know, perhaps Gok would approve of that. But for me personally, I just think, let's open him up a little bit more, let's make him a little bit more airy. I'm thinking sort of like a, 
oversized t-shirt, oversized hoodie kind of vibe, maybe some sunglasses, some shade, protect the old eyes, you know. Um, so I'm just thinking, like, you know, it'd be a film about him being sort of, him coming back to life and then rebranding himself, you know, turning his life around and showing that he's not a horrific individual. Well, he, he is a horrific individual, but he's not just a horrific individual. He's also, you know, a, a barista at Starbucks, you know, and he's sort of like, yes, he's now, um, you know, one of the best baristas in New York City. And he like, you know, turns his life around. And then perhaps he goes into volunteering, into charity work. I'm just thinking that could be quite a nice little way of, I guess, sort of finishing off the story. Because the current story with Hitler, I mean, the real life story of Hitler, killing himself, not very sexy, not very Hollywood. Let's make it a little bit more sexy. Let's make it sex in the city. Let's make it elf. Let's make it, you know, um, seven pounds. Is that that Will Smith film? Quite sort of emotional. Is it seven pounds? Or something like that. I don't know what it is. Something something to do with seven pounds. Pretty sure he had one like that. Um, I, I want it to be sort of inspirational. Like, no, you can turn your life around. You can be a horrific tyrant, a dictator, and also be great at making coffee. Do you know what I mean? He has that sort of changing character arc, which I think would be... I, I mean, it's open to, like, a cinematic universe. You know, if you brought in a Stalin into that universe, and then you had that sort of intertwined in the story i don't know i'm just i'm like i say it's not a fully formed idea maybe i should pitch it to some film people i don't know who these film people are i've never you know never met any but if you are a film person uh, maybe you work for paramount they're one aren't they marvel uh, they probably might be marvel but you know one of those big ones uh, then do get in contact if you want to buy the rights to a script which hasn't been made yet but i can sort something out pretty quick uh, but yeah, I think, you know, we call him Adrian. I think we sort of, like I say, we give him a little makeover. We don't go with the sort of little Tash. The little Tash was stupid in the first place, wasn't it? Who has a little Tash like that? Honestly, the Tash has died out. If you're under 40, it should be banned, in my personal opinion. If you're under 40, it should be banned, okay? It looks all right. If you're over 40, I'll accept it, okay? If you're doing Movember, I'll accept it for the month, okay? And then you've got to shave it off again, all right? What I'm saying is... His little tash, and it, it was a very little tash, pointless. Like, not even... Like, at least grow it across the full part there. Why just the little bit in the centre? What are you thinking? Like, it's not even an eyebrow length. Like, it's just nothing. It's like a little sort of pencil sharpener length, wasn't it? Is that what they call it, a pencil tash? No, that's something else. But what I'm saying is, it's just... It, you may as well not have it. It's so small. I don't get the point of having a little bit of hair there. What's that doing? It's not stylistically good looking or anything, is it? It's sort of, it's weird. Anyway, he, he was an innovator in that sense. I appreciate, you know, he copied Charlie Chaplin and all that. But he also wasn't afraid, a little bit like him drawing on, wasn't afraid to go against the grain. Wasn't afraid to go, you know, do you know what? I don't care what's fashionable. I don't care what other people are doing. I don't care about what's vogue. I'm going to grow this little tash and I'm going to show the world, yes, you can have a little tash on your top lip. And you can rule the world or, you know, rule Europe for a time. And, you know, he proved the, the naysayers wrong in that sense. So credit to him on that. Everything else, absolutely abhorrent, you know. Hate all the all the invasion stuff. All I'm saying is the film idea will be essentially around, you know, rebranding him a little bit. And just trying to, you know, I mean, his whole, his whole brand is awful. I just think if we can polish him up a little bit. I know people say he can't polish a turd. But if we can just make it shine a little bit better, I think it'd be sexier. It'll be more Hollywood. 
and I'm just thinking that I think you could make some money from it, is all I'm saying. And let's be clear, morally, the people of Hollywood don't exactly have a great uh, you know, track record, do they? I think they'd love this. I really do. I think they'd love a little film about Hitler, uh, him becoming... You know, him being reborn and turning his life around. I think they'd love that. They love a success story to Americans. They do. I don't know whether, maybe not the success story of a horrific tyrant, but, you know, I think the idea, the, the story arc, I think could work. I, that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm floating ideas out here. That's all I'm saying. But I think Hollywood, given their track record, you know, it's not particularly high moral standards over there. I reckon they'd go for it personally. And, you know, you could branch out. Like I say, you could have this as, like, a whole universe. You could bring Jeffrey Epstein back alive. Do you know what I mean? You could bring him back alive. You could bring some of the other horrific people of history back alive and sort of add them in. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein would be around New York anyway, so that fits in. We've got Hitler there. We've got Stalin there. We've got Epstein flying people in and out. And I just think that could be a whole sort of cinematic universe there of evil people. Evil assemble. Or something like that. Do you know what I mean? I'm thinking Jimmy Savile rocks up, maybe. Or that could be like the British version of it. That could be like the British remake. I'm thinking quite far ahead here, but I'm, you know, I'm branching out into different areas. Uh, I don't want to stretch the, uh, you know, I don't want. I want to make it a franchise if I can. Rinse the money, obviously, but I don't want to stretch it so far that it sort of dilutes the whole purpose of it, which is, you know, bring Adolf Hitler back to life in the film. How how that happens, I'm not yet quite sure. I haven't sort of thought, how does he come back to life yet? Maybe they have some new technology or something. Do you know what I mean? Iron Man's a film. I'm pretty sure we can work out a way of coming up with, you know, Adolf Hitler's being brought back to life. I'm pretty sure we could find out um, how to do that in the film. I wonder what happened to his body as well. That's a, that's a genuine question. What happened to Hitler's body? Because uh, you don't really hear about it, do you? You hear about him, oh, oh shot myself, oh, um, you know, what happened to Hitler's body, though? That's what I want to know. Uh, Hitler's teeth reveal Nazi dictator's cause of death. Well, I think we know that, don't we? He shot himself. Um, Hitler's teeth confirmed he died in 1945. Who's got Hitler's teeth knocking about? Who's got them knocking about in a bottle somewhere, just on the side, on the bedside table? Oh, where's Hitler's teeth? Are they like still fully formed? Do they chatter? Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm picturing like a false set of teeth here, fully intact, just on like the worktop in like a little jar. Hitler's teeth confirm he died in 1945. Unbelievable. They've got his teeth. I mean, what happened to the rest of his body? You know, that's what I want to know about. Where is Hitler body? Great English. Because I mean, if you've got his, like I say, if you've got his teeth. What do you do with the rest of it? Don't dump the rest of his body. Even with someone like, um, what's his name, Bin Laden. You could bring him into the cinematic universe, actually. Don't mm, don't let him in New York. That's, no, he'd be banned from there, wouldn't he, thinking about it. Do not let him in New York. Actually, no, he w- he'd be like, maybe he'd be the villain. He could probably, he could probably be the villain in this this sort of villainous film franchise that we're creating. But anyway, I've gone, again, off topic a little bit. We'll, we'll get back onto Bin Laden in a second. Uh, where is Hitler's body? Hitler's body was buried in a Soviet military base in Germany. The remains were later unearthed in the 70s and were burned. Oh, that's a bit... Oh, there's even a picture here. Is this Hitler's skull? No, it's not, is it? It's not Hitler's skull. Surely not. The bizarre decades-old mystery of Hitler's... Brackets possible skull. It's his possible skull. I love looking at possible skulls of Adolf Hitler. 
KGB chief ordered Hitler's remains to be destroyed. Ah, bloody KGB. Um, alleged doubles of Adolf Hitler. He had doubles as well. That is, I want to get to the point where I have a double of me. Imagine that. Who would be my double? Are there any famous people? Some people say that there's, there's a bad guy in the Star Wars franchise that apparently I look like. He's just ginger, though. Do you know what I mean? He's just ginger, so don't really look like him. An apparent Hitler body double was filmed by the Soviets. Imagine being a, a body double for Adolf Hitler and having to grow out the little tash. That must be humiliating. Getting recognised in the street. Adolf, can I have a picture? No, you can't. I'm not Adolf. I'm his body double. I wonder whether he like stayed with him or whether he just lived with his family and his family had to live with the fact that he looked like Adolf Hitler. I mean, it's not a great gig, is it? If you've been hired to be like a body double of Adolf Hitler, I mean, of all the people, do you know what I mean? There's some terrible people in the world, but Hitler's one of the worst. No, no doubt about it. Imagine being the body double of a, a horrific tyrant. You gotta grow out the beard. You gotta do your hair. That's gotta be all slick. You gotta do the little uh, salute thing. That must get become a bit of a pain in the ass, to be honest, as well. Um, Hitler with his chauffeur. His chauffeur looks a bit like him as well. Why have they all grown out little tashes? Do they all have to do that? Was that part of being in his sort of like inner bubble? Perhaps I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, conspiracy theorists have cited his body double as an example of alleged evidence that Hitler escaped Germany. Like I said before, you know, maybe he went to Argentina. He did have a number of body doubles. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know how plausible that is. Imagine if he did suddenly. It was suddenly proved that he did go to Argentina and he wasn't dead this whole time. He'd actually been living it out in Argentina, a little villa somewhere. Just, you know, smoking cigars and drinking rum or something like that. I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do in Argentina. Never been. But um, imagine if that all came out. That would be terrible. That would be absolutely awful. That he uh, managed to, you know, go on to live his life normally as well. Ugh. We've done a lot of, like, Hitler stuff, haven't we? We should move on from Hitler. Let's move on to Bin Laden. Let's move on to lighter subjects. Bin Laden. I was thinking this um, the other day, actually. I was looking at Bin Laden. As as you do, just checking him out. We're not going to look at his star sign, don't worry. Although I am I am curious now what it is. Uh, I'll let you do that for your, your own research. Um, apparently, Bin Laden. Let's actually get this. Let's get this up factually. Height in feet. Okay, so he's just under two meters. We want it in feet. He was apparently like six foot seven or something ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I think he was something like six foot seven. Was Bin Laden. I can't. I didn't realise that. I never realised Bin Laden was like six seven. How did we find him sooner? Surely you'd have stuck out like a sore thumb. Do you know I mean, there's not many six foot seven people knocking about, is there? In the Middle East as well. Never, never been to the Middle East. I don't imagine that it's got loads of six foot seven basketballers just knocking around. I don't imagine that's the case. I don't know how he was six foot seven. How that happened. I don't know. You know, perhaps he had a, a tall parent or something. I've got no idea. Perhaps it was. You know, something genetically, which, you know, would make sense wouldn't it, as to how he's ended up that height. But I, I don't know how the hell did no one find him sooner if he's six foot seven. That's ridiculous. He'd have been great at basketball as well. It's a shame that he decided to get into the whole uh, terrorist stuff. It's a shame because I reckon, you know, he could probably hit those three pointers or whatever they are. Slam dunks and all that. Uh, FBI described Bin Laden as tall and thin, between six foot four, between six foot four and six foot seven. Did they say something like that? Uh, in the age of seventeen, Bin Laden married his first wife at seventeen. Stardom young. 
Bin Laden married at least four other women. Mm, he, he is liberal in the way he goes around, isn't he? Clearly. He fathered between 20 and 24 children. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Imagine if he can live a full life, how many kids he would have. He'd be given, like, um, 101 Dalmatians a run for the money, wouldn't he? Just all... Oh, God. Imagine buying presents for them. Every birthday and every Christmas. Oh, my God. 24 kids. Could not be bothered. Is he paying, like, an amount of money to them on a monthly basis? I don't know how that works. Oh, that must be a nightmare. 24 kids. Jesus. I wonder if they got any inheritance. I wonder what happens with that. In terms of personality, oh, let's, let's really delve deep into Bin Laden here. Bin Laden was described as soft-spoken, mild-mannered. Mild-mannered? Really? Shall we Google the definition of mild-mannered? Uh, gentle and not given to extremes of emotion. The guy blew up towers, for God's sake. Oh, come Or did he? Or did he? That's that's for another podcast. We'll wait until Toby's back to discuss that. Perhaps it was a conspiracy. Who knows? But I wouldn't describe him as mild-mannered. He's in charge of Al-Qaeda, for God's sake. He loved the terrorism. He loved it. His soft voice was also a function of necessity. Well, was it? Interviews with reporters had reportedly left his vocal cords inflamed. Come off it! Interviews with reporters had left his vocal cords inflamed. I do a podcast. Mine are still going, just about. uh, Interviews? How intense are these interviews that he's doing with reporters? Apparently it left his vocal cords inflamed and Bin Laden unable to speak the following day. His bodyguard contended Soviet chemical weapons were to blame for his Malady. Malady? Malady? Uh, reporters have speculated that kidney disease was the cause. It could be that. It could be talking to reporters a lot, or it could be kidney disease. One of the two. Um, the author, Adam Robinson, has alleged that Bin Laden supported Arsenal. <laughs> he was an Arsenal fan. Of course he was. Oh, God. Visiting the team's stadium twice. Twice he visited the stadium. When he visited London in 1994. He upped the gunners. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not the best thing to say for a terrorist. Oh, God. He was an Arsenal fan. He loved the Arsenal. He loved him. Oh, God. Big Wenger fan. Nice to see he visited London, though, in 94. Gets around, you know, a bit of travelling. He believes in travel, you know, really broadening the mind. Uh, clearly it didn't in his case, unfortunately. I wish it did, though. I wish it did. I mean, this is just ridiculous amount of detail here. I wasn't planning to go into the life and the personality of uh, of Bin Laden, but there you go. That's that's you know the sort of thing that you get onto on a podcast, isn't it? The personality. I mean, we won't bother with the star signs and all that, but you know, I'm I'm thinking how we could time Bin Laden into this sort of franchise, this film franchise, which I'm sort of building up here. I just think, you know, personally, I think he would be a great sort of. I think he'd be a great addition to the universe, the sort of evil universe, the evil assemble, as I'm going to call it. Bin Laden ate very little himself, preferring to nibble what his guests left on their plates, believing that these abandoned morsels would gain the favour of God. Is it morsels? Who knows? But he was into nibbles, is what we what we found out about Bin Laden. He loved a nibble. Not a big eater, but loved a nibble. 
Oh god, he likes he he likes to keep a close eye on his on his figure. That's what we're saying. And look, folks, there's nothing wrong with trying to stay in shape, even if you are in charge of a terrorist organization. Stay in shape. Look after yourself. You know, fit body, fit mind. Well, I won't say his mind was fit. To be honest, that's probably an inaccurate description. Uh, I think deranged was perhaps a better term than fit. But uh, there you go. Fit body, deranged mind. I think it's how we should, you know, rephrase that saying. Uh, but no, great to see that he, you know, got plenty of action. 20, 24 children, good luck to him. Uh, five wives. How do you have the time for the terrorism stuff, mate? That's what I'd be asking him. How do you have time to plan all that? You've had 24 kids. They're just running around. Mayhem. I mean, how big's his place to be having 24 kids? Five wives. I mean, all those weddings you got to plan as well. Reported to have married at least five women, although he later divorced the first two. Oh, it's good of him to not divorce the other three. It's good of him to stay in the same relationship with three people at the same time. Three of um, of Osama bin Laden's wives were university lecturers. Educated people. Good. Highly educated from distinguished families. (laughs) Good. Brilliant. Um, Bin Laden married them because they were spinsters. What's a spinster again? A term referring to an unmarried woman who is older than what is perceived as the prime age range during which women usually marry. Oh, okay. So because they were unlikely to ever marry, he sort of married them because they were getting on a bit, maybe? Who were going to go without marrying in this world, so he married them for the word of God. That is nice of him. That is lovely, isn't it? That is lovely to marry five people. Uh, his known wives were really delving into his private life here. I'm sorry, Bin Laden, but we're delving here. We've got all five of his wives here as well. Jesus Christ. This is mad. It was promised in marriage to Bin Laden. Bin Laden married her in 1974. He's been around the block. At what age was he when he died, Bin Laden? This is actually starting to get vaguely interesting now. How old was he when he, uh, when he popped it? I say when he popped it... He, Adam popped in his head, didn't he? Uh, 54. Wow. Died so young. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Gunshot wound to the face. Let's have a look and see if it was the face or whether he bled to death. Um, doesn't actually say. Pakistani authorities later demolished the compound. What? In, in 2013, after his death, Pakistan announced plans to build... A amusement park in the area, including the property of the former hideout. They've turned it into an amusement park? What, you put in Disneyland on top of uh, Bin Laden's former hideout in Pakistan? What are you, what are you sticking a little amusement park on, on there for? What are you thinking? Oh, that's the sort of thing America would do. Do you know what I mean? Oh, here's Adolf Hitler's former home. Should we stick a ride wrap round it? Yeah, go for it. A little roller coaster. Let's have a little loop-the-loop going around it. That's the sort of thing you get in America. They're spending $30 million on an amusement park in in the area. Imagine visiting that. At what point do you go, oh, fancy going to that amusement park that's got a, a shrine to Bin Laden? Yeah, let's, let's pop over there then, shall we? 30 quid ahead. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous, is that? I mean, speaking of amusement parks, actually, I was thinking about this in the, in the, in the week. I was on Google Maps, we're getting on a complete, again, another off-topic conversation. I was on Google Maps looking at um, the pyramids, and just thinking how big they are. Like, they're massive, the pyramids. 
And I was looking around them, and it's, it's very barren. The area around the pyramids is just like sand. It's like a building site around the pyramids. I mean, it's ridiculous, really. They should do something with it. And I was thinking, on the similar lines of this, I was thinking, if America owned the pyramids, if the pyramids are like an American thing, they would just wrap a roller coaster around it, wouldn't they? Do you know what I mean, that's the sort of thing they do in America. They're not preserving it like the Egyptians have. They're not going, oh, stand back, don't don't touch the rocks, don't don't jump on the big rocks. America are going, right, fancy wrapping a roller coaster around the top? Yeah, let's give them a candy floss machine at the top. Do you know what I mean? There'd be all sorts of nonsense wrapped around there. They'd have bars, restaurants at the bottom. Whereas Egypt, they've maintained some level of integrity. You know, it's just dust and sand. It's a bit of a tip, to be honest, round the outskirts of these pyramids. But if it was America, I think they'd tidy it up. I think they'd flatten it down a bit. I think they'd have some lovely little bars, lovely little restaurant maybe, serve some you know, traditional food or something, maybe some camel rides around, that kind of thing. Whereas Egypt really haven't got into the whole sort of commercialization of um, of their natural wonders. It's not a natural wonder, but of their, you know, great wonders. Whereas I think America would embrace the sort of capitalism of, uh, you know, wrapping a roller coaster around it and maybe sticking a clown at the top or something. I think, you know, Mickey Mouse just sort of poking his head out at the top. Uh, I can really see that becoming a thing if it was in America. Unfortunately, you know, that's that's never going to happen. Um, but I was just thinking that about the pyramids because they are massive. You could easily wrap a roller coaster around the pyramids. Easily, if you wanted to. Because they are huge. I, you sort of don't realise it. You see it in the pictures. It's like, yeah, it's like a glorified sandcastle or whatever. But it's more than just a sandcastle. Like, it's, it's massive. These are big blocks. Each of them are like the size of... You know, size of Vladimir Putin. I was about to say the size of me, but they're not. Probably a little bit shorter. The more sort of Vladimir Putin size. But you know, they are they are big, sturdy blocks. These they are they're chunky blocks. And there's I can't remember how many. Let's have a look. How many? How many stones? Are they stones? I don't know if you call them stones or not. To be honest, rocks, stones. How many stones in the pyra- in the Great Pyramids? It's got to be a million or something. Two point three million stone blocks. And you're telling me aliens haven't done it? Come on. What slaves built that, did they? Slaves got 2.3 million rocks down the river. Just shipped them down the river, did they? On the little boats made out of wood. Let's get a grip, shall we? Come on. This is ridiculous. Um, A pharaoh began the first Giza pyramid project in about 2550 BC. Even before Christ, they were building pyramids. Ridiculous. Even before Christ came along. That's the, I tell you what, we are closer to the time when Christ was supposedly knocking around than Christ was to the pyramids. How mad is that? That's how old they are. That is mad. Two and a half thousand years before Jesus was knocking about, may or may not be knocking about, were when the pyramids were, were first began. I don't know when how long the project took. I mean, that is a big project. How long did it take? Let's, I'm getting really into this now. How long did it take to build the pyramids? 20 years. That's that's ridiculous, isn't it? Although, I mean, said that, Picasso, how long did it take to the Mona Lisa? Was it done by Picasso? Mona Lisa, time taken. Let's have a look. 16 years, right, this this is my point, this is why I hate the Mona Lisa. 16 years to do a little Mona Lisa, took them 20 years to do the pyramids. 2.3 million blocks, and all you're doing is a little portrait of Mona Lisa, whoever the hell she was. We don't even know who she was. No idea, don't care, nobody cares. 
And suddenly everyone's going, oh, Mona Lisa, I've got to go to the, the Louvre to have a look at it, queue up for ages to have a look at a little painting. It's, it's rubbish. It's not even a good painting. It took him 16 years to do that. That's not being good at your job. That's being, that's terrible. That's laziness is what that is. Be more like the Egyptians. Nearly two and a half million blocks shifted in 20 years. That is commendable. Even if they were slaves that did it. You know, even if they were getting horrifically beaten, you know, unless they worked harder or whatever. You know, I, I still to this day don't know how they did them. I don't know how they did the pyramids. It's just mad. I mean, just to think, pulling those blocks about 2.3 million. Not 2,500 here. This is nearly 2.5 million blocks. In 20 years, though, is a long time, isn't it? Although it's, we could have built a pyramid in my lifetime. That's a bit crazy as well. I just don't know. I don't know if the thing about the pyramids, to be honest with you. I'd like to see, like I said, I'd like to see them do a little bit more with the pyramids. Because I've been on Google Maps and it's just sort of barren sand knocking around them. Build it up a little bit. Have some little tapas restaurant around the side or something. You know, have some interesting little, you know, have a, at least have a gift shop is what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Have a little gift shop. Everywhere's got a gift shop. You walk in there, it's like 20 quid for a teddy bear or something. You know, rip some tourist stuff at least. Do you know what I mean? If you're going to you know, use that money to then look after the pyramids, because they are falling apart. It's ridiculous. I mean, they're not being maintained very well. Although they are, I guess, you know, four and a half thousand years old. But, you know, it's only recently that they stopped people from walking up them or running up or whatever, climbing them. So I just, I'd like to see some a bit more, a, a few buildings around the bottom of it. Yeah, it might be a bit of an eyesore or whatever. Maybe stick them underground. Maybe move them to the back or something. But have a little gift shop at least. Do you know what I mean? At least have a little gift shop going on there. Maybe a little bar. Tapas. I'm just thinking, you know, really try and rinse the money from the tourists is what I'm thinking. And also the pyramids used to look very different to how they look now. They used to be coated in like some shiny thing. don't know what it was. Uh, apparently it used to be quite reflective and all that as well. So they don't they don't even look like how they used to back in the day, which is a bit annoying. Uh, but yeah, there you go. That's that's the pyramids. We've explored lots in this uh, in this episode, actually, haven't we? Probably too much. We've probably gone off on on many many tangents. Quite a heavy sort of segment on star signs there. But um, anyway, that's that's pretty much wraps things up. We've spoken about a lot of things. Hopefully, this has been um, somewhat enjoyable considering it's a solo episode. Hopefully, next week we'll be back with a normal episode. Don't really know yet. To be honest, we'll have to wait and see how Toby gets on. Um, but yeah, we're hoping to do the Madeleine McCann episode soon as well. I've got all like the, the research done. Heavily researched, as usual. Um, so we'll be doing that one soon. I know I keep saying it in the comments, oh, Madeleine McCann episode, next episode. Um, but hopefully we'll be soon. I will also have a guest soon as well. But anyway, thank you all so much for watching. Thank you all so much for listening, however you choose to get engaged. Um, I'd appreciate you following us subscribing if it's on youtube subscribe help us hit 250 subscribers hit the like button it really helps us out as well and share the podcast with a friend you know what i mean there's nearly 20 episodes now for you to sort of get your teeth into go back through the, the back catalog like some of you have been doing uh, i really appreciate all the support we both really appreciate the support and we'll see you very shortly for the next episode thanks so much guys cheers <laughs>